This is the podcast from beyond the grave. We didn't want to be here. We never wanted to be from beyond the grave. Every week that we've done this podcast, we were alive and we were obsessing over the team to take. And now this is the week we didn't want to have where we're coming on and we're not alive, where the Circa $6 million Survivor Contest is over for us. And I've spoken about it a lot on the radio, on podcasts. I wrote about it. But uh, why don't you start by sharing some of your thoughts of how you're dealing with, uh, with this calamity of the uh, Lions beating the Cardinals last week. I think I'm, it's bothering me more than you. I haven't actually even been able to listen to you on XM. I was able to force myself to listen to you and Alan talk about it on the pod last night because I knew we were going to record here this morning. We could have skipped this one easily, too. You're not even on XM today. It's Christmas. You know, uh, take a pass. I don't like talking about it. My brother-in-law just called me right before this and kind of forced me to. I've gotten I don't I'm not a Twitter presence. I don't really tweet that much like like you about it, but I got like probably three dozen texts from people like it spread around my community. And um, it was just a lot of pressure. So I should feel relief. Um, but honestly, it's really really bothered me. I had trouble. Uh, I had trouble sleeping the night before I knew something was wrong. Um, I don't know where to even start. I knew we were in trouble when I saw Gus Johnson was announcing it. I'm trying to think where we went wrong. Um, it's just frustrating. It was just so much fun. It's not about the money for me. It was just so, so much fun. And it was just meant so much. It was just consumed my thoughts seriously, 24 seven. So like I said, I should be more relieved, but, um, Hey man, it's frustrating. Like I said, it made, uh, the Niners Super Bowl seem like the preseason to me, all these games. So you know, you have a lot on the line. Uh, you risk losing a lot. I mean, it's not every day you lose a $260,000 bet. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Yeah, we did. I also thought about where we went wrong. I don't care about woulda, coulda, shoulda. Like to me, who cares? You know, I'm mean, obviously there's always a path that you can take. But I, I just realized just for the future, we did a really good job of sort of dodging these landmines. And a lot of it, we, we would take a team that was a lesser favorite over a bigger favorite because you and I had a bad vibe on it. And it was really crazy that we like took the Dolphins instead of the Cowboys that week, or we took, you know, the Chiefs instead of the Bengals, or we took Eagles instead of the Vikings. Like we did it a bunch of times. That was kind of uncanny that we were doing that. We took the Cowboys instead of the Cardinals that week when they lost to the Panthers. And this week, I think we did two things wrong. One was we were just so into that zigzag thing, like oh, they, the Cardinals lost on Monday night, so they'll win the next game. Which obviously that might be a factor, but things happen. You know, teams do lose two games in a row like that happens especially a short or, week especially a short week so short week and then um, i think the other thing where we went wrong is th- two other things one is we planned ahead so we're sort of already like biased toward you know our plan which was on track i mean nothing really had changed uh, about either of those teams that would make us go off track but that was one thing and then the third thing and i think this was really the fatal flaw was that the line was 12 and a half and because it was so much bigger than like the Vikings say, which would have been our, our pivot, I guess that we didn't even discuss. It was obviously what we had to take. The, the only decision was what to do on Christmas day on that slate. And, and now the Niners are way bigger favorites than the, than the Cardinals. So that one looks like it was correct. But the idea that like it was 12 and a half. So that's just what we're going to do. I feel like if it were eight and a half, we would have started, we would have had a deep conversation about options and we didn't even have that conversation. We're just like, of course it's Arizona. And we were like proud of ourselves for not relying on them for the Christmas week. But that's only half. That's only that's only one aspect of the Cardinals. Okay, fine. We're not worried about keeping them for this week. And that turned out, at least based on the lines, to be smart. It's just that the other big half was, well, are we sure this is the best team for week 15? And we just kind of took that as a given based on the line. And I feel like that was where we went wrong. We were really good about not uh, being a slave to the lines. And this one week, it was just so much bigger than the other options that we had. It was like, 
Well, of course, this is when you use them up. We don't care about Christmas. I mean, that was the blind spot that we didn't do. Now, I don't know. I mean, e even saying that, I mean, it would have been really, really hard to pivot off of that. You know what I mean? Again, it wasn't eight point line. It was a 12 and a half point line. So I'm not sure it would have made a difference, but just looking at it, you know, you and I, when we had a bad feeling about a team, we didn't just, we didn't just um, make the line our Bible. We, we would deviate from that and, and we didn't do that. But again, like I, I'm not woulda, coulda, shoulding. I mean, I, we didn't even consider it, but just going forward, I think we should question no matter what kind of line it is, we should always talk through the options and, and kind of pull up any sort of doubts we have on anything um, because we just, that was the one week we didn't do it. If you want to blame anything, I'd blame just the Christmas Day slate uh, existing because that forced us into Arizona this week. We didn't like them. We didn't like Arizona this week. We faded them all, all year. Um, and uh, I mean, the FPI gave them an 81% chance of winning. That's nothing like the 13 point spread suggested. Like I said, I mean, would you get in an airplane with a 19% chance of it crashing? And uh, not just that, Rufus. Didn't Rufus have that point spread 6.7 points? Sorry, I, I misstated so, that. It was, it was, he had it 9.7. Okay, okay. What, okay, yeah. still, whatever. We, we definitely did. We were too flippant about that spread because it, we certainly, we were both like easily like the Lions against the spread, you know? I mean, clearly. Right, we so, both were on him. I, I should have made it my best bet even. It was so, it was like so obviously too many points. So, and it's funny that we looked so good, actually, that our, our we it looked like we were going contrarian with the Niners the this Christmas Day slate. They're up to four-point favorites in some um, area, three and a half and everywhere else. And, the you know, the Cardinals are basically a pick -em. I mean, that's pretty funny. But having said that, it's very frustrating. The setup is very good. Otherwise, Arizona coming off two losses, even though I know you're going to fight for the Colts. But Arizona coming off two losses now, the Niners coming off two wins, and the Titans just lost an ugly game. So the setup would have been just looking good had we held our nose for Arizona this week. But whatever, it is what it is. Um, Jared Goff is so much better than the Trevor Lawrences and the Zach Wilsons of the world. So That's much the, only, better. the only regret I have is I wrote down uh, the week before, do not go against the Lions again. But then everything just fell into place. They go for it on every fourth down, every fourth down. Meanwhile, Cliff, to say he's a fake sharp would be an understatement now. I mean, what a joke. I mean, kicking the – I mean, that, that was – I don't understand what happens when I have money or things on the line. When Mike LaFleur kicks a field goal with Aaron Rodgers in the championship game with two minutes left down, eight points inside the 10-yard line to give the ball back to Tom Brady. And Kingsbury starts kicking all these short field goals, whereas Campbell's going for it on the opponent's sideline in the first half. I mean, it was really like, I mean, it was just bad all around there. But, you know, I tried to date a high school sweetheart out of college in Phoenix for, for a year and a half. Screw that Arizona. Screw everything about them. Kyler Murray, MVP, laughable. Very, very annoying. Um, but uh, it is what it is. And it was a hell of a ride. And I had a lot of fun. And I texted you. I love you afterward. And uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I will say next year, hope the wife's not listening. Uh, more so about this part. I'm going all sick. What there's a limited six of these next year. <laughs> I I, oh, six oh, yeah, I'm putting six entries into the survivor. No, I know that's the thing that's frustrating, Liz, is that um, there won't it, it, we could live a both lifetimes and never get this far. I mean, what happened on Thanksgiving with the with the Cowboys going so out and awesome. having the bears? So I amazing. Mean, you know, we could we could max entry this for the next decade and never even come close to this. So I mean, it really is frustrating. I mean, it, it well, really is. I talked to Rufus about it uh, on the radio show yesterday. It was a good segment because Rufus. Uh, I'll go listen. I'll, I'll get uh, listen that. You listen to the baby, and I'll go listen, listen, I'll listen go to that segment because, you know, he was like, "Oh, I feel bad for you guys," and and you know, Rufus deals with this because he's had a lot of you know he's had a lot of big wins, but obviously he's had even more probably close calls because that's that's how it goes. Just he was asking how he was dealing with it, and it was like a therapy session because like he's been there. Now he's gonna have way more chances to get back there because that's what he does is his job. Just has a lot bigger stakes normally, but 
it's just funny because we were just talking about it. What you got something to one other thing I want to say is that I just thought of this is that um I think it's a perfect analogy. Remember uh back in the day that one when we had an XM show early in the morning, we were boozing the night before, and I was in the bathroom hurting, and you're like you were hurt, you were hungover too, but it Very could be worse, you know, could yeah. be worse. Dude, it's the same situation Sunday. We're both in a lot of pain, but it could be worse. You're chilling with wine, uh, enjoying your meal. I had to write a column. Like, it was like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to write a 2,000-word column after the Niners lost the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I just sit there and think about football uh, and, and write this column. And it was like, it was torture, man. It sucked on. So I was like, just like that. You pointed in the bathroom. Like, you were hungover then, too, but it could be worse. It could be me. And it, Yeah, I, I, was, I was mocking you. I was going, how's it going in there? How are you feeling yeah. in there? And I hear you, like, yeah. vomiting. Yeah. But uh, And then we did the radio show. And then Hanson, who yeah. had been out with us till 4 in the morning also, shows up at like 11 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. And he looks at us and he goes, you guys are my heroes. Because he was hurting too. And, and two hours later, he was hurting. And he saw that we had just been finishing our show. Dude, so, I perfect don't know. full circle. I'm glad you brought that up. John Hansen has been in Curb before, had a speaking role two episodes ago. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, he I gotta, is I gotta. My, he's my hero now. Forget us being him. I gotta, had a speaking role and was not like a horrible actor at all. Played uh, it off well in a good part uh, in Curb, you know, the best show uh, of all time. All right. So Hansen, well, well, good, good, good. I'm glad you reminded me of bringing that up. Anyway, uh, right, I'll check what, it out. I haven't seen, I only saw the first one. So yeah, it was, it was unfortunate. I'll just say, since you haven't really heard, like I... I was sitting next I, at the first, I was getting a little irritated in the first half and Sasha like sits and watches with me and she's like my good luck charm, but she's doing these like flips on the couch and she's like squirming around and it's getting under my skin and I'm getting like annoyed. I'm like, can you just stop it? Can you just sit still please? And then Heather's like in the room and then like, they're like blocking the TV. It just got like, I started getting pissed about stupid things they were doing. Like Christian Kirk had a drop. It was just like a bunch of stuff. Murray looked terrible. He wasn't mobile. Something wrong with his ankle, but I don't know. Something just came over me. And I was just like, you know what? First of all, we're going to win because we're the team of destiny. I really believed until they kicked the field goal to go up 30 to 12, where it was like out of reach. They were down two scores. Like five. they're going to somehow, the Lions will blow, whatever. Then I knew it was well, over. One touchdown was like a, an inch away too. I mean, I was pretty much pissed, but had it on mute. But you know that touchdown I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Like one, you know, yeah. And yeah. Then I was like pretty stressed. And then I just kind of let go and I ate Indian food. It was Nepalese food we ordered it. I'm eating like the spicy Nepalese food. And I would have like vomited two weeks before. But I was like, you know, I'm with my daughter. And she, she was like more upset than me. She was like, did you, what, I don't believe you lost. Like, wait, can we do it again? Like, is there baseball? Why don't they have it for baseball? Why, why do we have to wait a whole year? She was like into it. Like she was so, she couldn't believe that the team of destiny lost. And I'm like with my daughter and Oscar's there on the couch and like, you know, and Heather's coming in and like feeling bad. And I'm just like, I felt bad. And then I was just feeling it in my gut and internally just feeling that like hollow feeling that you feel, but not avoiding it, just like feeling it, you know? And I, I made a comment like, if you try to pretend like, oh, it's all about the journey or, or whatever, like that shit rings more hollow than Kyler Murray's MVP candidacy. I had to take one shot, you know, even though I was being very positive and I, <laughs> I quote, you should look at the, uh, you should read the, uh, the, the observations column. Cause there was like 30 tweets. Like, yeah, I, were, did, I did. Okay. I did, okay. I did, I did. So people are into it. And Sasha said, are people angry with you or are they just sad? I'm like, no, they're just sad. They're not angry with me. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very disappointing. I mean, we, you know, and it was a tough one to avoid. It was it was the toughest minefield to avoid because it was the biggest favorite. It was the obvious. Yeah, it could have been worse. Like no one went on a limb and what? I mean, it's just uh, it would have been interesting that the Niners lost the week before and I'd fought for. It was a good setup for them this week. Uh, yeah, it's just frustrating. Jared Goff, <laughs> I feel I feel a little bad uh, because I was not exactly hoping for him a quick return. When you know what right. cut to commercial, it was a nasty late uh, 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 roughing the passer hit too. Looked like he hurt his knee and it was a ten nothing game. And anyone who says there's no downgrade <laughs> off 
Blau, especially I remember I told you I looked at that uh, composite and he was the worst or whoever their right. other back. No, no, that. it wasn't Blau. It was that, it was that other I guy. I know, that other guy. But whatever, Boyle, probably, Boyle. Yeah, Boyle too. Well, either one um, would have been. I thought we, had, <laughs> we were lo- I thought we were fine, frankly. I thought Goff leaving 10-0 game, they're, they're flat. But with the, you know this many backups, I thought that's Team of Destiny shit right there. The, Goff getting injured when we were in real peril. But man, he shook it off. And um, yeah, he's real solid. Uh, Goff, man, Goff. He played it well. I mean, I don't know how good golf is, period, but he played a great game. I mean, he did everything right. He didn't make any mistakes. He made good throws. No, but we've used the Lions a lot. I uh, have very different opinion of, of Jared Goff watching this. I mean, he's not a superstar, but I think he's closer to the Jimmy Garoppolo's Kirk Cousins of the world than we right. all gave. Well, that's like his quarterback doesn't matter. You know, if you have Aaron Rodgers, it matters, but otherwise, just get somebody right. in no, there who yeah, can, like, yeah. throw a forward pass but he's and, like, more make toward that middle pack, I'm saying, yeah. than he is the, the dredges, is what I've learned this year watching him play. On, do you understand how bad these teammates I mean, he has, like, four Craig Reynolds cuts down you out there. I even had an old buddy from high school asking me, like, Reynolds versus Michelle. He's, like, arguing. I'm like, no, give me a break, Michelle. Not, so, not only is Reynolds finished with the most rushing yards of the week, but against my cost me, you know, $6 million survivor pool. I mean, it's right, just, right. and I did a, a DFS switch out uh, on Monset Brown for Kurt and I Huntley to, to, to Kyler Murray. I mean, it's all, it's all a joke. It's all, it's all a, it's yeah. all a joke. Well, I, well if it makes you feel better, my primetime team is drawing dead. I scored 97 points. I had Michael Pittman who got ejected for some bullshit. He was the one getting punched. He got ejected. They ejected yeah. him too. Not that he was going to do much against New England, but I had Mike Evans get hurt. I had Gronk didn't do anything. I had Ramondre Stevenson did nothing. Uh, You know, so like I'm drawing dead. Like I said, oh, Greg, you know, maybe it's three-week pool. Maybe he's like, yeah, yeah, you you can be in it. I'm like, well, what are they average? He's like, it's about 220 points a week, like 660 wins. And I'm like, I've got 97. It's over. It's it's over. Uh, And I have a great team. I mean, you know, I won the league, but but that's it. So my my, both of my playoff NFFCs are, are drawing dead. You know, we're well, it's definitely going to be a lower score this year. I mean, there were 20 fewer touchdowns last weekend than in the last 20 years or something yeah. of a non. I mean, I'm setting my lineup. I'm setting my lineup, but I mean, you know, I, I'm definitely in the bottom 20 percent probably with that score. But anyway, it, you know, it, it was what it was, and I did also, uh, even though I, I took it, you know, I, I I didn't drink. By the way, I didn't start drinking because I didn't want to have a hangover. I didn't. I just wanted to just deal with it. If we lost, I, I also it was harder to do my picks this week and stuff you know small potatoes low low steak stuff now it's i gotta get back in you know the super yeah, contest I had a horrible like against spread week too i had a horrible against the spread week i was good but i mean i think Payne I, locked it up with the staff pick i'm very frustrated about that it was just all around bad at least the niners i i like i said i loaded up on the niners so at least i'm at least at least there's that but um that was a frustrating all around week my fantasy teams yeah that was low scoring so many injuries i mean it was a it was ugly all right. Well, let's not make this a totally long podcast. I think we got through it. Um, anything else you want to say about the? Uh... Yeah. Okay. So this is where no, we want to be. I think, this I think is we be... said it all. It was very. Uh, yeah. I liked the taps playing. Alan. Alan had going. It is a post mortem. It's. Uh, it's yeah. sad, but it is what it is. But we move on. Yeah. And you know, I think we can get back there. I. I know. Don't. Don't worry about the probability. of The math. You know, it wasn't probability. It was prophecy. And we just got to get really it's right. Kind of destiny. It just didn't say what year. Well, right. And also, like I, the team of Destiny, I, I didn't say what week we were destined to lose. Uh, I, I, I took it to mean Destiny like we're going to win the six mil, but apparently reality has the last word and Destiny meant week 15. No, but it just meant they just don't know what year it happens. We don't know what year. All. We don't know what year. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I mean, look, I, I actually think that if you go by the probability, you just are getting lucky. I mean, you could be, you could have an edge. You could be, you know, they have the best system and have a small edge. And, and you know, instead of once every, 4,000 years, you win it, you know, once every 2,000 years, but I don't think that that's the way to go. I think the way to go is what we did all year, 
which was really like meditate on the choice and make sure the team, we literally it's the only week we didn't do that. And, 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 you know, not even get so caught up in the, the spread or whatever. Cause that really doesn't, that's, that's not, that's like sort of on average, it's not what's going to, that's yeah. not going to necessarily happen this week. They were 13 point favorites. They lost by fifth by 18 and it wasn't even that close. I mean, so the spread didn't mean anything. So anyway, we'll move on. Um, we'll quickly, man, like, pick- like Kramer said though, in my head, I was already on that flight to Lisbon, man. I was already there in my head. It no, was- I was in Vegas. My brother was like, Oh yeah, I was going to meet you in Vegas. You know, he was, he was <laughs> sad. He was like, oh, I was going to fly to meet you in Vegas. And Heather's uh, sister's husband, uh, Trevor, he lives in Colorado. He's like, Oh, maybe I'll uh, go with you. To- I was going to look at some property in Texas if I got that money. So I was going to go to Texas from Vegas. He's like, Oh, maybe I'll uh, road trip with you down to Texas and check out, check it out with you. And I was like, absolutely. So it was, I had, I had big plans also and uh yeah, we would have rented a floor out in a vegas hotel we would have had to uh, uh man that yeah i mean something. i would yeah it would have just you know it would have been fun and it's just also extra frustrating that uh the the sunday we have the charge i guess they had a little COVID outbreak but we have them set up so perfectly coming off a loss and the texans coming off a win big 10, day, 10 days 10 there. days uh between games uh, for the charge well man. look if the titans beat the niners if the Titans beat yeah, the Niners, I then know. it's I'm moot. I'm weirdly like rooting for that that to happen tonight, even though it, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens from here on yeah. because it's all anybody. You know, there's a lot of teams that lost in Week Five that might have wanted if they could just get that Mulligan back, and totally. that, that's the end. You know, it's the end. I, I get it. What a kind of shit doesn't matter to me. Um, it was what it was. We made one mistake. It was a hard mistake to avoid, but we still stood it, and it is what it is. So let's just quickly go through uh, five picks. I don't, I hate this slate, by the way, but I like the Thank Colts. You. And I like the Ravens. I like the Colts. I, Rufus actually bet on the Cardinals. He said that in the segment. But and I know the setup is like, yeah, everybody's like left the Cardinals for dead, and everyone's high on the Colts and whatever. But I just think this is like the Colts aren't the team that you can really beat by. It's like the the Patriots know what they're doing, but there's nothing you can do when the team just like bludgeons you. And I just don't think they're going to have an answer for it, and they're. I think they're going to win. I thought they were going to win when we circled that game six weeks ago, and really nothing's changed. Yeah, Colts could win the Super Bowl. I don't think the Cardinals uh, could do the same. Um, I think this is more of a stay away because of the setup, the Arizona two straight losses, but I'm cool to use them too because I don't love this slate either, and I think they're the better team, so that's probably just being bitter. So uh, knowing that Arizona is going to win this game, but I, yes, I objectively think Colts are better, so I'm good with that. I agree with you on the uh, Ravens, you said, right? That was my second favorite. Uh, that's yeah, just a nice I- zigzag zigzag and just it's just too obvious that the Bengals are more than two and a half points better than them right now and so you have to take the ravens it's just it just has to be and yeah the ravens- and if you want to if you want to get into nerd stats since the bye week uh the last five weeks the the Bengals are really really run heavy a neutral pass rate maybe joe mixon injury will will force their hand but i don't think zach taylor's very good coach they run the ball like crazy and the ravens are the most pass funnel team. it's a bad setup too i think whoever plays quarterback forget that stuff too i like the setup for the ravens too so Okay, another one I like a little bit is the Dolphins. I, I just think that's like a 50-50 game. And they're getting three. Like, if you're like, who's going to win this game, Saints or Dolphins? It's, complete, it's like a complete coin flip to me. That, that's fine, but the reason I hate that is they've won seven games in a row or whatever. That's so hard. That's, that's just – I don't like betting on teams with that big of, of win streaks. But the Saints just had a, a great you know, win over the Bucs in primetime. Sure, whatever. I mean, whatever. I don't feel strongly about that. Like I said, I don't have a lot of games I love here. I'll use the Vikings myself. I do like that one. Uh, I hope it's at least three. I like, I mean, that's a weird spread at why are they're underdogs by three. That's correct. Right. At home to the Rams. And that's not even factoring in the Rams playing Tuesday night. I mean, is that, that's the real spread. The spread. Yeah. 
that well that I, I would think the Vikings should be favored by three. So to me, that's six points off my line. So that's easily my best bet. Okay. Well, I'm happy. I took the I mean, why. Took why the, is that? I don't understand. Those are even teams, right? I mean, aren't, aren't, I think the Rams are better, but I I took the Vikings. Why, I mean, I, but I mean, you're just looking at win loss record. I mean, the Vikings are. I would Vikings are. Well, Vikings are missing. Put them on so a many. neutral field with any team in football, and they will get a seven point lead. I mean, they've led by everyone except the Niners by at least seven points. Every single team they played this year, they've led by at least a touchdown and thirteen by half of them. I mean, they're. I, I don't care about the, what their record is. Their coach is horrible, and they'll t- they'll play themselves into losses, but. I mean, that's wild to me. Yeah, I like the Vikings too, but I think the Rams are a better team. I mean, I think they're better defensively and they're kind of similar. No, I mean, I think it's fairly fair to say that they're a better team, but I, I think it's, I think the, I think the Vikings are right there with any, with any team on any given Sunday, but maybe I'm off on that. Okay. What, yeah. who else do you like? That's four of them. Okay. And then, I mean, I don't really, I kind of like the Falcons. I think the Falcons take care of the low end teams and get crushed by the high end teams. And the, the lions again, like, I, they're still a low end team. I mean, golf played well and they may get swift back, but you know, no, it's, it's a good not... setup too. the Falcons getting blown. I mean, a bad game against the Niners and yeah. yeah. And maybe golf doesn't golf's on COVID. There's no golf. I really like it, the Falcons and load up on their yeah. defense and all that. I think Patterson, I ranked as my third fantasy back this week. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. And the other one I like just to throw out there is the Panthers um, 11 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're missing, yeah. they're, they're yeah. missing Godwin. Yeah. They're missing maybe Evans, may, probably Fournette, oh, and Brady, like, I mean, he likes to check down to Fournette. He likes to throw to Evans and Godwin. I mean, those guys, I mean, Antonio Brown is big coming back for them because they need somebody. But Panthers defense is good. And so, yeah, the Panthers offense will get destroyed by the Bucs because the, the Bucs defense is good and the Panthers offense is horrible. But this could be like 13-9 Bucks, you know, or something like that. Like, they'll win, I think. But um, 11 is a lot on the road um, against a good defense with their offense so depleted. So I, I like that one, too, just to throw it out there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I agree with that one. The Bucks aren't. That would be the right line, even if they were healthy, because they're they're pretty right. dramatic home road splits. So Bucks yeah. laying eleven on the road. You know, if they were healthy, fine. That's like a fair. Sp- I wouldn't have touched it, but like they're missing these key guys. So All yeah, right. I like the Panthers too. We'll see when the lines come out. Um, we'll compare. Yeah, I like I like Atlanta and, and Carolina better than Miami, but um, we'll look we'll look at the lines. Uh, okay. Well, we can. Game. We don't have to use Miami. That was just a thought. The only two I really like are the Colts and the uh, Ravens. The Rams are good, by the way. I mean, Cooper Cup's pretty sick what he's doing. I mean, he's going to break all the records. Dude, I'm pissed. Good. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Rams are a good team. So I threw out, like, bet Cooper Cup for MVP like four weeks yeah. ago on one of the Allen Zazowski videos. And the Spreadopedia guy was like, oh, no, if you're, you're doing it wrong if you're betting him at 40 to 1 this week. It was 200 to 1 last week somewhere. Dude. Uh, can you please uh, tweet that out last week uh, so that I could get a bet down to 200 to one? I mean, I should have looked into it more because I was kind of on that. But I assumed by last week that it was down to 60 to one or something. I probably was just seeing like a DraftKings one, but not like the the real offshore books that give you like better 200 to one. I mean, that's just like I put 100 bucks on that, like just without thinking, you know, that's. Yeah, no doubt. In, I mean, Cooper Cup, I mean, he's going to first of all, he's going to get the triple crown. That's already a foregone conclusion. And then, in addition, catches the, ever. he could have the most catches and most yards ever with the 17-game mm-hmm. season, and he may get, like, 18 touchdowns. I mean, it's going to be, like, a season for the ages. It's going to be like Jerry Rice's strike-shortened season, Randy Moss's Patriots season, you know, these insane all-time seasons. And if the QBs are just kind of doing what they're doing, which is not much, then it's like him or Taylor to me. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you got the best QB is going to get – they're just going to – Railroad Rodgers. They're just going to say, 
I mean, these uh, sports writers, they're exactly the kind of guys that are going to send a message. We don't agree with your medical choice. You're not winning MVP. You know, Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. You know, it's like, I mean, like uh, but I mean, that's a little different because it affected his performance positively. But this is just like, obviously, this doesn't affect his, it's not like cheating or something. So I think they're going to railroad Rodgers. After Rodgers, there's no one worthy of the MVP, in my opinion, this year. So it's Cup or Taylor. And both those guys are so far ahead of anybody remotely at their position. And, uh, you know, you I'm sure would, not Kyler after that performance last week. Yeah, sure? Kyler, Kyler should get it. We well, no. should get it for and, whoever wins the super contest because they took out the team of destiny. So they should. And, they should. and Brady missing all those weapons, too. Yeah, I know quarterbacks are not. Yeah, what quarterback has emerged? Uh, totally Brady amazing. scored zero points and he's not going to be a one seed now, probably. So, so yeah, I, I don't think it's Brady and, and it is Rodgers, but he's not going to win it because they're not going to vote for him. If Cooper Cup has if they have any other story to pin it on, like Cup or Taylor. That's who's going to get it. I don't know, man. It's probably good at 40 to one Taylor. I mean, the problem is that they could also split, right? There's the, the quarterback only kind of guys who only vote for quarterbacks. And then yeah, so the guys Cup are open up and Taylor are going to take votes. They, yeah, they sure. could split because, you know, if you're not going to use a quarter, there's people who say you can only be a quarterback. That's all it could possibly be. By the way, let's pause for one second for a, uh, for a note from our sponsors. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy that. So yeah, so I, I you know, I, I'm just a nutless monkey because I talked about it, but then I saw it at like 60 at that point. I was like, eh, 60 to one is pretty good, but I'm not going to do it. But I'm telling you the the, I think his name is Jason Weingarten, the spread of PD guy. He, he said yeah. it was 200 to one last week. And if I'd known that, I mean, I would have put down like 400 bucks at 200 to one, you know, that's 80 yeah, grand, yeah, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it's chump change compared to what we just lost, <laughs> <laughs> but still it'd be nice to get a score of some kind, because I think it's like, I, I don't, I, I mean, there's, there's still three games left, but I just don't know what quarterback you could give it to. It's not going to be Murray. I think Stafford could sneak it. Maybe yeah, Stafford, could, maybe, yeah. Stafford, I think it's going to be Stafford Brady, or I think that's kind of it though, because the bills, I don't know. They'd have to get, I don't think Mahomes can get it. I just don't think he's had a great year. I don't think the Bills and Josh Allen have had a good enough year. I, I think AFC, there's nobody. So it's really Rodgers, Brady, Stafford. I don't think Dak has played well enough either. So it's Rodgers, Brady, oh, Stafford. Definitely not Dak. No. Yeah. So Rodgers, Brady, Stafford. And as I said, Rodgers is eliminated. And so it's Brady who's not, as you said, his weapons are hurt. He just scored zero points in a game to lose seating. So you have, you know, you have Stafford and, are you going to give it to Stafford with like a, a 38 or 40 touchdown 17 game year and like 12 picks and 46, you know, or his teammate that caught it all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. His, his teammate that, yeah. that, that has a season for the ages where Stafford yeah. had an ordinary season. I mean, it just seems like you got to give it the cup. And then Taylor's the other one because he's, he's totally carrying, you know, a contending team. So he has like 450 more rushing yards than number two. But look right at now. cup though. I mean, cup cup has 122 catches, 20 more yeah. catches. No, and like, 300 more yards and three more touchdowns than anybody. So, um, yeah, he's balling, no doubt. Anyway, you got anything else besides one more uh, thing that I thought I did want to bring up the Arizona? And I know you don't care about this to be the, the, the deep inside the numbers, but I came across this afterwards. So it didn't matter. I came across afterward, but a site I like that uses like the uh, ELO, you know, the chess stuff, all kinds of nerd stuff. Uh, looking into home field advantage, it's, it's, it's it noted that more so than travel or time of day over the past decade, uh, the thing that's mattered the most. One full point has been a change in surface. Um, it's all confusing because how teams with this fake grass. I don't think that happened to us in Detroit. Because Detroit, 
Are those the same kind of tur uh, turf? I'm curious. Both have fake, you mean? There. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know because yeah. I don't know if there's like, yeah, you can have an outdoor yeah. stadium with fake. Yeah, right, turf. exactly. So that I know, I think Arizona is natural because they, it's hot and they move it out exactly. So that did happen to us. Arizona has natural grass and they went to turf. And so it's funny, I came across that too. If I just come across something stupid like that a couple days earlier, like Gus Johnson announcing something like that, might have maybe even just look into it a little more, something you know, shit like that. But it's pretty funny you that I came across that on a Monday, and that and that is they went to to a turf in Detroit. Dude, yeah, that's funny. Whatever. You would have obviously put up flat. They would have lost it. I mean, they were flat. Yeah, you 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 would have had to look into that. Think the Gus Johnson thing. Feel about our misgivings about Arizona. And then we also didn't know that Murray was definitely gimpy. He was not moving. Yeah. I mean, all. I wrote down an ink the week before to avoid Detroit. And, and, and you would have had to be like, all right, man. But I think if you would have been like, dude, I have a really bad vibe. Yeah. And I would have been like, I don't feel great, but you have a really bad vibe. It's 12 and a half. You would have been like, and then you would have had to pivot. And then I would have maybe said Jacksonville after firing yeah, Urban Meyer. You're right. We would have probably. Yeah, there's no other. But, you know, but that, that was bad. I was like. I, I yeah. even said to be on clear, even though I love the Vikings, to be clear, I also love them to lose to any team too. Like, don't think yeah. I'm like so. Yeah. Like, I would oh, no. have been like, oh, how did we not go with the in Vikings Chicago at a Monday night game? Yeah, totally. That was the one. I mean, that was I think the only one we had that was viable. I mean, so we would have not only had to ditch the twelve and a half point favorite, uh, we would have had to avoid the the narrative one with Urban Meyer getting fired. Cousins on prime time, right? Right, and then we would have, yeah, we would have talked ourselves into probably it would, it Meyer. The only, honestly, the, the more direct path was taking the Niners because that was an obvious one. Yeah, that's why. Right. That's why I blame Christmas. That's why I'm blaming right, Christmas right, right. for the totally 100. The Niners were were my. But then, then we would have had to choose between the Niners of Tennessee this week. I mean, the Cardinals of Tennessee this week. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So. Um, You'll see they'll, they'll both lose. So we were boxed mm -hmm. in. We, we would have to, we would have to like catch perfect. You know, you're going to be like, oh, we would have to go Vikings, which is like the one team that we could have justifiably done. But my wife's cousins, uh, all, all our age, big uh, family uh, doing a big Christmas thing uh, on Thursday night. So I get to go now. I a thousand percent was staying home by myself. Uh, and, and there's not a chance. Like we'll have the game on. Oh, you have the game on there. Oh, okay. All right. You'll have, you'll have it on there. <laughs> no, there was a zero percent chance I was going to that. Of course, of course, Sorry, of course. I mean, it was, you wouldn't I mean, be. You wouldn't be in the proper yeah. state of mind. But now I am going to go to that. Associate with other Everyone asked me about it too. And, and, and every single person talked talk about it over and over. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, woulda, shoulda, coulda. But um, it was a good ride uh, list. What about our process though? Was the process right? Uh, no, it wasn't that last week, but it was a very <laughs> tough. It was a very, this was like, you know, it's actually like, our process. It's hilarious. Our process. I can point to being right with the fact the Niners opening three and a half point favorites and the no, no. and the Cardinals one point favorite. So process actually was no, no, no. I, I actually think our, our process in terms of saving both sides of that game was absolutely the right thing to do because this is exactly what could happen. If you have two sides of the game, you're going to get a good favorite. If you have one side, you might end up with a pick them. Right. So, so we, you know, it was a pick them as of last week, but you know, that, that was, that was totally right. Um, but obviously we just chose the wrong team. But this was the thing where the bar was so high for us to navigate this one that we couldn't quite do it. It's like we were playing at a very high level, but suddenly we had to play like the, you know, the Michael Jordan, uh, you know, dream team or whatever. God, why did and that couldn't... biggest spread come out like that? Well, I mean, I think feel like we, should, yeah, uh, I feel like. Yeah, and we knew. Right. I don't think... By the way, by the way, I was so in tune with what was going on that I was doing things like I was like, I was going to make the Cardinals my top survivor. And then I said, no, it's number two. The Bills are number one. Bills were 10. Uh, Cardinals were 13 and a half when it opened and the bills surpassed the Cardinals. You know, I was like I know, a couple of weeks I did that. And then, and then like the one I liked started going up. Same thing with the Broncos. Right. I was like, this is 14 that thing. Well, I mean, they lost some guys, but they still had golf. That thing that was, they did have golf that game against the Broncos. That was when they had the backup. No, that the backup was well a different one. Right. Anyway, I can't remember, 
Was that when they had Boyle against the Broncos? Oh no, Goff played. That's that was golf. Okay, that was no, golf. That's why. Okay, that's why okay I, right, right. That I, was golf. Was... So that line went up to 13 and a half, 14, but that's because the Lions lost half their team. But the point is, I felt like I was beating the, the I was like getting ahead yeah, of it for you. Survivor. Yeah. And and this one, I was like, no, this, and this one only went down to 12 and a half. It did go down a point and a half from where it opened. It was actually open at 14. Anyway, whatever. It is what it, is. it doesn't matter. None of that matters. Uh, I thought our process was good. Uh, but it wasn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the thing. That's why I don't like that process bullshit because... I know, I know. That's why we, I brought it up. That's the only reason but, I brought but it we, up. Because we basically, we did one thing right. We analyzed the Christmas thing right. But we did one thing very wrong is we just, we just like didn't really give our full attention to contemplating this because it was so clear. It was because of the line. That was where we we aired in the process and, and, and it felt and like fate, all the games of teams that were losing the week before. And it all, it all seemed to, but it didn't, it just every, every week. I mean, you know, we do it next year every week. You got to meditate on the game, yeah. you know, and it, it, we can't be cavalier. We just have to say, and, and it was, you know, and part of it was that we looked ahead and we picked these teams ahead. And I think that, that the reason we did that was because the stress was tough. So we sort of wanted to have a plan. It was like too hard to just let go and just simply give your attention to the one game Give everything, sit on it, sit on it, get the right answer, and then wake up again and do it again. Obviously, we had to plan ahead for Christmas. We couldn't not plan ahead for that, and that got us planning ahead for the whole thing. And and I think that like it, it was less stressful to have like our pattern like picked for us. It was like it was just like okay, we know what we're doing next week. We know what we're going to do in the week after that. And, and I think the stress got to us a little bit after that, that Thanksgiving week where it was like unbearable. And I was more relaxed the last couple of weeks. You know, I don't oh, know. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> same cannot be said for me. Yeah, uh, before so. I forget, props for being a little bit on the right side on the Bucks uh, Saints. Uh, I guess they do oh. have their number. I guess they 20 do bucks. have their number. I would say you were on the right side of that bet. Uh, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, when they're getting 11, they win 9 nothing. <laughs> but you owe me 20 bucks. I got 20. Yeah, yeah no, but you owe me. I was doing the math back here. I sent you all the stuff there, but you owe me for the Thanksgiving one. And I think you owe me 30 bucks because you owe me 50 for the no, Thanksgiving. No, no, I, I, I never paid you 50 bucks for the Thanksgiving. No, because you knew I owed you money for the for the survivor split. You never sent me that. Oh, you, oh I, right. I thought you were going to like cut it out, of, but you never I did. I didn't cut do it that. Out. No, okay, so okay, you okay. still owe me 30. And I never okay. even gave you that. I don't even think I cut you out the tip. If you want to tip me, you can tip me, but I didn't even kick that I was going to say it was okay. I was going to say it was okay. I didn't. So whatever you want to do. So you owe me 30. I believe, but uh, okay, oh, okay. So I'll be thirty. That's fine. I'll send you thirty. But you're gonna be owing me a lot at the end of the season, unfortunately, of our side. Mm, I don't know about all that. I just went over those. It's like very close. I don't know about all that. No way, dude. Okay, so you got a hundred from the B Chris list, right? Yeah. I got a, I got a hundred from the Vegas league. So we bet a hundred on that too, Vegas. Yeah, um, yeah, the Vegas league. You're right. Uh, okay. okay. Well, so yeah, that's yeah. that that that's split. Okay. You're probably gonna win Damian Harris, Devin Singletary. Is that done? Is that like a lock yeah. or is that still in I'm play not sure in PPR? If it's done, but I'm, okay. I'm ahead. Yeah. Okay. And then so we have Hawk Hawkins and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's done. DeAndre Hopkins dominating Calvin Ridley. What an incredible bet I made. Right? That is true. Yeah. We also have a, don't forget, we have a Hopkins versus Justin Jefferson bet as well. Oh, we do. Okay. Well, that was yes. a loss. Okay. And that, then that, those wash, those are $50. Okay. And we also have okay. a Herbert versus Brady NFFC scoring. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah. I think I'm going to win that though. You were way ahead. I think I'm going to win that, but we'll see. Yeah. But no, um, the Hopkins, Hopkins evens out. Cause I, you, okay, you okay. conveniently I forgot, forget I, the Jefferson one. I forgot the Jefferson, <laughs> the Jefferson one. versus Hopkins. Imagine, imagine putting drafting DeAndre Hopkins over Justin Jefferson. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, come on now. I mean, what, dude? Well, how about our? Oh, okay. Oh, you want to talk like that? How about our Jonathan Taylor Najee Harris bet that you made midseason? Oh, how about that bet? Oh, imagine thinking Najee Harris is going to outproduce Jonathan Taylor. Oh, totally. he who lives in a glass house should not be throwing stones. 
Okay, so there's that one. Najee Harris can't even get 20 yards from scrimmage. You get a first down. Jesus Christ, I get a touchdown every week. Okay, so that one's over. And then there was Harden versus Court. Oh, that's going to be tight. That's going to be tight. Harden might get some looks with all these COVID. There's no Kelsey or Hill this week. That's going to go down to the wire. That's a tight bet. That's very inconsequential. Yeah. So, all right. I, I think I'm going to be up like a hundred bucks. We'll see. We, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the Vegas part. We, uh, we forgot this one too. This is epic. My, uh, Washington football team to your giants to win the NFC East. That's not happening. Yeah. That's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one, that one's a, a yeah. Nolan void. I got yeah. odds on that too, but it doesn't, it's not really going to be relevant. Yeah. Um, for yeah. what it's worth, the, the, the football team was closer, but not really close. From Jake Fromm this time, man. Maybe he uh, he looks like an immediate upgrade. I don't know why they weren't playing him all along. I don't understand. There's weird it's almost as mysterious there. as why a team would trade up for uh, uh, for the third pick yeah. and then not play the quarterback. No, it does make any Even sense. Even if that said quarterback leads the NFL uh, is number one in yards per attempt, right? It's right. still bizarre, right? right? Yeah. Okay. It, it anyway. is, no, but it is still bizarre. And and it's funny because I was like, no, nah, it'll be like week nine when they play him. You're like, no way, no way. And it's week 16, they're contending and they're still not playing him. I mean, imagine if they had someone at number three right now who was good and immediately useful. I mean, imagine if they – there was really no one to get, though, because they don't need a wide receiver. They didn't need Kyle Pitts. You know, they didn't – their offensive line has been good. I mean, you can obviously use – you can always use yeah. more guys, but, like, were they going to take a cornerback? They should have just, like – I don't even know who the cornerbacks were. Stayed uh, at 12 and got – did Sertan go – no, the Broncos – I thought he went 10. Head, or, yeah, yeah. And yeah. went, yeah. Yeah, because he was the guy that was linked there for, but yeah. Oh, whatever. We have a we have a Pat Patrick Mo. You know what happened after Alex Smith did that, right? Didn't Mahomes win MVP the next year? That's what this means. Trey Lance MVP next year. So that's what he this did. means. So yeah, I, so, I, I still maintain the Chiefs gave up a Super Bowl by, you know, and they say it's like a success. Like, oh, we sat a year and it's great. But yeah, yeah I don't the know. Niners are interesting though, man. When they're healthy, they're 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 interesting. They uh they'll they're bad special teams and turnovers and uh penalties, but um and of course Garoppolo. But um, they're uh, they're they're Garoppolo's not that bad. No one Garoppolo doesn't throw picks. Garoppolo yeah. is basically, it's like there's quarterbacks that can make the team by themselves really good, like Aaron Rodgers, and then there's quarterbacks who, if the team's pretty good and they have protection, like they're actually good, and that's Garoppolo, you know, and that's like most of the quarterbacks that are above that like threshold Kirk Cousins is good you know they're all good they're all good you know I mean Matt Ryan you know maybe not this version but certainly like peak Matt Ryan was really good like they're all good and you can definitely win a Super Bowl with a guy like that if the rest of the team is good I mean he's one throw away from winning a Super Bowl already and um, I said when I did these Niner bets, um, it's pretty funny. Uh, it, we'll talk. Yeah, anyway, the Ted Bell helping out. But um, it's uh, I said the team that I think is clearly better than them are the Bucks. I mean, you lose Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and uh, Uncle Lenny. I mean, that that doesn't help. So uh, no, we'll that's see, what I'm we'll saying see. is the Niners are locked in to win the Super Bowl. Basically, what I'm saying. yeah. Well, I, ho I hope for your sake that you can salvage. But I would just want to say that the the Jake Fromm thing is like it is just so ridiculous that they were starting Mike Lennon for any reason. I mean, probably Jake Fromm's not good, but like. There's always these Taylor Heineke, Gardner Minshew types that emerge. And, you know, the Giants have two early picks if they don't trade it for Russell Wilson or whatever. Like, if they just found a guy who's like Gardner Minshew level, get yeah. two what offensive tackles or a tackle and a, and a, you know, an edge rusher, and you can contend right away. But, like, why were they throwing away valuable uh the Fact NFL is weird him. part part a million. Um, what Tyler Huntley put up monster big numbers in the Pac-12, and not one person didn't get invited to the combine. I mean, only one person had him on the draft board. Only one team had him on their draft board, and that was the Ravens, and they didn't even spend a pick on him. I mean, 
it's it's bizarre. Yeah, the decision making in the NFL. What are your thoughts, real quickly, on the going for two? My my thought was, uh, why do you go? You should go for two on the first touchdown when you're down 14. That was his mistake. That was the clear mistake that, that Harbaugh made. But I mean, I think normally well, otherwise, you always should go for two on the first one, and the math has yeah. been worked out. It's obvious, right? Because right? if you if you miss it, then you know you got to go for two to tie. And that's basically a wash. I mean, even if it's point, you know, 1% less or whatever, but it's basically a wash. But if you make it, then you win the game and you just get this huge edge that, you, you know, you don't have to like, you know, you just win the game with the night with Justin Tucker. It's like a hundred percent. So yeah, of course they should have gone for it the second to last just time. Just call analytics it. math too. It's so silly. The analytics, I mean, just, just use the word math. Well, I, I do yeah. think, I do think, you know, Ted Bell's onto something with uh, the uh, Brandon Staley, just absolutely going for it every single time. Like, I think like, some coaches, I think, have a sense of the moment. It's like saying, well, why would you just not use the biggest spread in Survivor? Just use the best Vegas implied odds and just take that every week. You know, and you use pot odds, but just why would you ever, when it's the pot odds are the same, ever deviate? Well, because we have a feel that this is not a good setup for this team. And the market's missing it, right? That's what That would be how we would explain it. Well, you know, I think like some coaches are like, if we don't get the field goal, we'll be a little down from this drive. We'll be a little despondent. Like, ah, you know, we didn't get anything. We didn't get a sense of like, achievement or something and i can't say I, I think the error people make is like oh really there's a sense of achievement momentum that's a thing show me how it works show me find momentum in the stats and i'll be like well it's impossible to find in the stats but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist that just means that it may not exist in every case and i think some coaches have a feel for what kinds of second order effects happen from capping off a drive with the field goal or you know, taking the chance of, of not getting it and also how their offensive line of defense is playing at that moment. Uh, and so um, I, I don't like the reflexive do this every time. I, even if even if I would do it most of the time or if I think the math is right on average, it's basically on average, the math is right. But what's right on average is not right in every situation. And so I think that that's where those guys go wrong. That's fair. My final thoughts are some of those fourth down bots you see on Twitter are hilariously bad. The inputs, it's kind of like yeah. an anchorman, champ kind. Why don't you quit talking for a while there, buddy? I'd say don't put those, some of those fourth down bots are an indictment on your inputs for the, the, right. the data that shoots back. Yeah. Um, Chargers specifically, one thing I, I will criticize him, he's going for it on fourth down with at the very end of the second quarter, deep right. in the territory. Right. Yep. The big benefit of that, bro, is to give the other team the ball inside the five-yard line. So if that's right. the last possession of the half, take the three points. That's a that's a consideration right. that you really need to, to 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 factor in there that I'm not sure the coach and or the bot bot did. But um but anyway, yeah, I like right. I like the aggressive fourth down uh call and I and I, I mean, love it's, the it's, Michael Lombardi. It's mostly right. Yeah. It's mostly sure. right. Obviously. It's just that it's not always right. And I think that's and and the really good coaches I think get have Dude. a feel for it. The Lions went for an onside kick right after their first score. I forgot that too. Not only are they yeah. going for fourth down, I should have wrote that down in ink to not go against. It. They went for an on. Do you remember that? They went for an onside kick. After yeah, their no, first, I they do. Didn't I did. They didn't get it, but it was it. right. That's why we don't remember it because they didn't get it. But that team was a, the most aggressive football team by far in the NFL the last few weeks have been the Lions. Yeah, I mean Dan Campbell seems like a good coach. Everyone made fun with about biting off their kneecaps. And they mocked him. I, I was. I really think that like. People take whatever is said in a press conference and they make that into such an important thing and it really means nothing. He looks yeah, like so a there's good like coach. two jobs in the head coach and one of them is to just 100% uh, suck up to the media. It's just whatever the me that there's like two jobs and one of them right, is the media. Right. But like, you know, we were talking about, I think I was talking about this with Jeff or maybe Sislowski. I was talking about it on the podcast. Like there's the CEO coach, you know, just sort of like the boss coach, like Mike Tomlin, Ron Rivera, Mike Vrabel. Brian Flores seems like one. They don't get the 
down in distance, whatever they, they yeah, screw up. That was Allen. Your combo it was Allen. Yeah. We're yeah. talking with Allen, but like those guys, like they run the team and the team plays and shows up every single week. And you know, it's going to show up. And Dan Campbell seems like one of those guys. And to me, that's like by far the more important thing than like, Oh, he's got the spreadsheet. He's got the, the blackjack cheat sheet. You know, he knows to double down on the, you know, on the 10 against the, you know, it's not blackjack, right? All you need is the sheet on blackjack and, and counting cards. It, it's, you need to be the boss of the team. And uh, I think the spreadsheet nerdiness uh, is, it can be an edge, but it's like the, by far the smaller of the two edges. It's all, it's so hard to evaluate coaches. I mean, Shanahan's bad at fourth down decisions. Bill Belichick has been by far the worst over the past five years at fourth down decisions. So but I, 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 mean, I don't think that's right. That's a, uh, a Wittgenstein's ruler uh, situation where if sure, you're a ruler, good. it's not just the ruler measuring the table, the table's measuring the ruler. So if you're measuring Belichick's decisions and they, maybe I should say they, least aggressive, maybe I should have, but if you're measuring Belichick's decisions and they come out wrong, according to your ruler, maybe your ruler's wrong. Like That's I'm not fair. saying That's Belichick I just made fun of the fourth yeah. down bot. So yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. yeah I got I'm, you. I'm yeah. not saying argument from authority. I'm saying if he's dead last, yeah, I hear you. I think, I think the ruler I, is probably screwed up, you know, and, I, and that in and aggressiveness, he has been man in aggressiveness. It may well, not but be, maybe uh, in those situations no. that it didn't call for aggressiveness. Okay. You know, so, all right. Okay. Um, but again, no, I hear uh, you. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. But then you also got Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's of the world and who you think are these, these X's and O's guys. And they, they're, they're, you know, they turns out they're fake sharks. So who knows? Well, I, I think, you know, it's just like what we were doing, you know, it's like you, you really have to give your attention to things and really meditate on things and have the right, you have to be really aware of everything and then, you know, figure out the decision. It's almost like creativity it comes, you get the right decision. And I think these coaches, just like us or any other human being or a quarterback that gets in a groove and gets out of a groove, they get in and out of the groove too. You know, they're, they're sometimes they're like really in tune with what's going on and they're making really good decisions. Sometimes they probably are a little distracted and they're just going by the book or they're going by habit or whatever, and they make some bad decisions. And I think that, you know, we think that like the coach is just this constant, right? But like coaching is also something that, you know, it was a creative yeah. thing also. It's not just like a fixed, you're this guy. And so it sucks that, you know, our guy that we backed and his quarterback had their, some, you know, their worst coaching and quarterbacking game of the year. But I, I don't think it's a constant. Oh, oh, I forgot I wrote this. This was painful. So the Lions have allowed, had allowed, let's end on this. Oh, you told Lions me this. You texted me this. Lions had allowed a touchdown on every single red zone possession defensively this season. And uh, the Cardinals were stopped four times. Yeah. Every red zone possession resulted in a touchdown for the Lions. The entire week 16, or whatever this is, 15. Um, and, the, and the Cardinals failed four separate times that, that last week. In the I was aware of that. You texted it to me and I, was, uh, I could count those when it was happening. All right, man. Well, you know, it was a good season. It and was. I'm, good times. It was fun. I'm not going to yeah. pretend. Thanks everyone out there too for the support. Appreciate everyone. That was amazing. And I'm not going to pretend that the uh, losing, it's a good story, but I'm not going to pretend the losing story is as good as the winning story plus three mil each. But, uh, but it was still, it was still fun. Um, and uh, I'm so glad we did it. And it was well worth the 500 bucks I lost. And uh, yeah, I would say it was worth the entry fee. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. it was well worth it. But to be clear, I am devastated. Yeah, it's bad. But next year, I, I think we'll make another run, man. I, I, it's not probability, it's prophecy. That's, that's the way we're going to do it. So, all right, man. Anything else before we sign off? No, just, just yeah, obviously it's just concentrating on survival. We'll go, we'll go into other, we'll go into other uh, topics next yep. week. I know we, I got a lot of stuff on my mind um, also, but uh, we'll, we'll hold off on that. And uh, uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, man. 
I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see if, if next week we can do one. Otherwise, we, we, can, we can push it back. Maybe we'll do one next week. I'll, I'll get in touch. Yeah, happy holidays to you and your fam and everyone else out there. All right. Take it easy, man. All right. Later, let's.